This is Amy Poehler. My new movie, Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2, is coming to theaters June 14th, and it's making me feel joy and sadness and anger. Definitely some disgust. Rose! And I think a little fear. But I'm also feeling these new emotions like anxiety, embarrassment, envy, and ennui. It's what you call the boredom. Okay, that one was weird. It's going to be the feel-everything movie of the summer. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters June 14. Get tickets now. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor's going to distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.com. FM to get started. Hey, it's the Flash After Show on AfterBuzz TV. Tonight we're breaking down season three, episode nine, called The Present. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV super fan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Flash After Show. How is everybody doing? Swell. <laughs> super. You so like this music? Good. Christmas music just always puts you in a happy mood. If you're Christian. I mean, and if you're Jewish, you're happy right now. Okay, yeah, I can tell. You're right. You're coming. <laughs> I don't like admitting being happy, but you're right. Uh, let's do some quick intros and we'll get to it. I'm Jeffrey Masters. I tweet from Jeff Masters 1. Hi. Sorry, my chair is squeaking so loud right now. I'm Tiana Hobson and you can find me at the Tiana Hobson. And I'm Tari J. Miller. You can find me at Tari J. T-E-R-I-J-A-Y. Yeah. Yell is out on assignment, but she'll be back next week. Just kidding. We're actually off until January. Yell will be back in January. Uh, Yeah. yeah. Tweet her at Yell Teagle. At Yell Teagle. Y-E-L-T-Y-G-I-E-L. Yeah. Awesome. So we are coming (laughs) off for this episode from the big four night crossover from last week. Tari, what are your thoughts on that? Um, I thought the crossover was really well done. Uh, there were a lot of, I mean, I'm sure that the fans are tired of hearing me talk about it, but, like, I thought it was phenomenal. Like, there were a lot of really good action sequences. Every episode, uh, was able to differentiate itself from one another. It wasn't just, like, people meet up, fight, 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 people meet up, fight, fight, fight. It was like there were, like, clean and clear character arcs. Um, they found really good ways of pairing people who usually aren't in the same room, um, and also, I like that there were a lot of threads that had been set up weeks prior to the crossover that were able to wrap up and become a major piece of the crossover, so it was really well planned out. Gotcha. Tiana, what'd you think? Um, I agree with Tari. I think that there was a lot of things that worked. There were some things that, for me, didn't work as well, but I, I enjoyed the thought and the love that went into making this, because crossing over four shows at one time is a very difficult thing that I can't even wrap my head around. So I applaud everyone for being able to make it happen. And I, I, it was a fun week yeah. of 
TV watching for me last week. Totally. I thought it was so much fun. It was just so cool to see Cisco and Caitlin go on the Legends Tomorrow spaceship and go back in time mm-hmm. and having that like wonder. I, I like seeing characters that are excited by powers. Like we'll get into later about Wally. That's so fun to see. Um, I don't know that this is a critique or not, but um, it, the... The crossover itself, the actions of it, did not do anything to move, per se, the Flash plot forward. It's just something that happened. Um, I think that that is, like, it's just an observation. I don't know if that's anything bad. I don't know how they could have done that to sync up four shows at once, you know? (laughs) Yeah. So, like, I don't know that that's even possible. But um, it felt a little bit, like, to me, like four individual shows that each had like all the the same actors crossing over versus like one can do a storyline even though the the dominators were there Mm -hmm. but um yeah i mean super freaking enjoyable yeah overall yeah i'd agree yeah um yeah i can go i mean i'd like i actually like that the crossover was self-contained because you can just you can watch it at any moment and really be able to enjoy it as as its own thing it's kind of like if you if i don't think either of you are anime fans um but sometimes they have these movies where uh you they like affect all the characters but like no one ever talks about it in canon it's funny um but that's how the crossover is in this yeah, and I think, like, from what I've been reading about the crossovers and everything, it does seem like, at least specifically in Supergirl, we're start seeing some of the effects of the crossovers trinkle into their storyline over yeah. there as well. So I-, I think the big challenge for me is when you're doing four shows crossing over, there's no way to bring in every character that we know and love. Yeah. And so there are certain moments where I was like, where's Killer Frost? I need her. Yeah. Like, <laughs> we took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Where's Martian? And I think that is... That's very true, because one of the things that I was thinking, I was like, this was so great to see all four of the shows crossing over, but you could do a lot more with the characters if you only crossed over two of the shows at a time. Yeah. Hmm. But that being said, I loved what they did, and I was super excited about it. It's just when you have that many characters, I mean, Legends comes with like 15 characters on their (laughs) own, you know, it's just impossible to get everyone involved in all the nights of the show. Yeah, totally. Um, okay, let's bring it back to this episode of The Flash. They kicked it off. It's a big backstory episode about alchemy, Julian. We see him in India. Uh, they're definitely trying to make him more sympathetic from like the get-go. Uh, we later find out that he he was blacking out when he was alchemy. Right. He, he had no recollection of this. What would you all think of that? Well, I want to know Tari's reaction to this. Um, Before I talk. (laughs) (laughs) You mean just like the whole Julian arc? I mean, uh, well, so I feel like, uh, I feel like I've been technically spoiling everything about alchemy since the character was introduced because I've been like, well, in the comics, this happened in the comic. Because like in the canon, it is that he has multiple split personalities. Um, I liked how they tied it in 
to Savitar in that it's there is no alchemy. There is only Savitar. <laughs> I just got what I did there. Um, so I, I really like that aspect of it. And I like that Julian w- is, w- is able to be a character that we can like again. Um, I thought that it was going to be really unfortunate if he ended up being this character that was both alchemy and Julian, whether it be by fo- by force or by choice. I think that would have been a really, like... Uh, I guess, non-ideal choice. But I like that they allowed us to kind of get a sense of who he is, uh, and he can be part of the gang now. Yeah, and I like, too, that Barry was able to discover this episode and confront him and deal with it. A lot of times it can drag things out or easy things that the smart audience that we are recognizes. We, like, we're like, why aren't you doing this? And in this episode, they treated us smartly. You know, they were, like, assuming that we could catch on and follow it. So I guess I'm wondering how you guys and the chat, we do have the chat pulled up up here. So I am going to be looking out for what you guys have to say about this, because I felt like a lot of people were not surprised when the reveal came that Julian was alchemy and then to blame it on him blacking out and not remembering and then to wrap it up so quickly in this episode I'm wondering how people feel about this because they already felt like, oh, that was the worst kept secret. And then is this a cop out of him not remembering anything and just it's now gone or whatever? I yeah. don't know. Like, I, I loved what they did, but also I kind of felt like, wow, that that was so easily explained off that I kind of felt like a little sad that yeah. it was just so easily wrapped up. I Am I wrong it. for that? I mean, no, I don't think you're wrong. Um, I mean, it was, I guess... I feel like, yes, the arc of Julian being alchemy, uh, like, explicitly was very short, especially because it was broken up by the crossover. Yeah. Um, but since the beginning, I, I've, I wanted it to be not a big deal who alchemy was. And so, like, you, like, feeling like it's easily resolved, I was like, that's great. I didn't want to spend any more time mm-hmm. on this. Uh, than we needed to, because last year the whole big thing was, who is Zoom? And I didn't want that to be the arc this season, so I'm glad that we were able to go, this is who Alchemy is, but it's not important because this is who the real villain is, and we were able to just kind of get that out of the way and push it forward. Okay, I get that. I guess I just wanted him to be like, this is who Alchemy is, and Alchemy is actually a bad guy who's been lying to everyone and he got Barry fired on or made Barry quit because you know he wanted more control in there to do like bad things I just I don't know maybe I was just like oh man this is gonna be so great without me being out and actually being a bad guy instead of joining our team and getting to know who the Flash is so yeah quickly. I agree Tari though <laughs> I, I don't want them to repeat uh, villains or repeat storylines too yeah. so to have it be a blackout um, it's okay and I think too like, to reveal it so early it makes it less of a build up because had they waited nine more episodes and revealed it to be Julian's alchemy we would, would have been like yeah <laughs> uh huh uh-huh. um, the only thing that I cannot get over and I, I mean this genuinely I don't mean it like to sound like an asshole Oh, I love oh, it. He's gonna sound like an asshole now. Yes. Well, I or like I'm reading into things. I'll just say it. When Julian had blacked out, had no idea what was going on. I just can't get the image out of my mind of Alchemy taking off the robe, taking off the mask, folding the robe up, putting it in the drawer, and like delicately <laughs> locking it. 
You know? Like, I just think that alchemy is this... Like, alchemy throws it down on the ground. It's like, the place is a mess. Or, I don't know, I just can't get rid of that image. Interesting. You don't fold up your clothes and put them nicely, neatly away before you go to bed? Yeah, but I'm not a villain. (laughs) But it makes more... It makes the most sense because, one, if you are this basically a cult leader you are all about rituals and so one of those rituals being the putting on of the mask and the taking off of the robes and things of that sort um so i imagine that being very much part of the like alchemy character okay but beyond that i mean when you do have disassociative disorder um which is the like technical name for multiple personalities like they are a fully functioning like personality, so they have their own wants, needs, and uh, desires, and and habits, and so like that could likely just be one of his characteristics of that personality. Gotcha. That's a great explanation. <laughs> <laughs> it makes me feel a lot better with the storyline. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I think that I'm I'm actually like totally happy and cool with the way Julian's storyline's going. Just uh, like I. I um, yeah, I think it's a great villain. And I and because you said that, I'm going to say thank you to John Hamry on in the chat who says that he's my Harry Potter twin and that he agrees with me on this Julian issue. Speaking of Harry Potter, do you want to mention? Yes. Oh my gosh, guys. So I've been waiting all season <laughs> for the Harry Potter jokes to come in. And tonight it was like the most simplest thing. Um, calling the stone the Philosopher's Stone, if people don't know this, um, instead of Sorcerer's Stone as we know it in America, in Europe, and everywhere else in the world, because they're smarter than us, they call it the Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone is the first movie. And then, his sister's name being Emma, there are a million girls' names out there in the world, but all I thought of was Emma Watson, another Harry Potter reference. (laughs) So, I'm counting that one as well. I would even <laughs> count watch, seeing HR in the background of scenes holding up those drumsticks. I've been calling it his wand all, all season. It I looks don't know like what, a wand. It looks like a wand. <laughs> Have they justified he's why holding he's holding... He's holding this whole time? He's been holding that wand. He he's been like flinging that, that wand, wand around true. places it shouldn't be. I, I mean, it's how he thinks. The last scenes, he had two of them. I just... I, I, I can't remember, like, the justification they gave us <laughs> beyond he's a hipster. Yeah. Yeah. It's a wand. It's a wand. I'm telling you guys. <laughs> he's he's walking around waving his wand at everybody, and it's amazing. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I was very happy that I finally got all of my Harry Potter references. Good. Nice. Good. Uh, maybe we got them out of the way. Oh, okay. <laughs> yep. I guess. We are um, done with those. No, I feel like once they open that portal, like we're just going to keep throwing them in there now. They're going to be sprinkled everywhere. All right, we'll see. Well, the thing that I was happy to see was Mark Hamill back as a trickster. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This was the fully made up one, too. <laughs> I, oh, God, I love him. Um, I also love that they brought him back just for like a little day shoot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was cute. It's like, weird. He gets more Joker-esque every time they bring him on as the trickster. Yeah. It's like, they're like, we're going to skate this line and see how far it can take us. <laughs> I'm into it. Uh, yeah, so we traveled to Earth 3. We got Jay Garrick on the team to come help. I thought that was a great uh, like team up. Yeah, and here's why I love having Jay around. He checks Barry in a way that no one else can. And because he is a Flash on Earth 3... He has more knowledge than Barry. So I actually think that him and Barry should be hanging out more because it might stop Barry from making, you know, the silly mistakes that he makes because he had so much knowledge about the myths and 
folk tales that have been out there yeah. about Salvatore. I, I couldn't think of Camp a different folk story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so thanks, Tari. Now I'm going to stop talking. You're, oh, you're welcome. Ha-ha, <laughs> <laughs> it is my time to shine. Um, I agree with you, though. Oh, I, wow, I, I said Wholeheartedly, I agree with you. Because up until now... Um, all of Barry's mentors have been smart people, but they haven't been in his shoes. They've never had to deal with Speed Force, so it's all been new territory that everyone is figuring out at the same time. Whereas now we have someone who is the, as he said, senior officer that Barry can actually learn from and take heed when he says, like, don't do this, Barry. Because you can imagine that he's done all of this. Every mistake that Barry can make, Jay Garrick probably has made himself. Yes. I completely agree, and it goes to show where this Barry Allen is now compared to where he was in the pilot. Mm-hmm. You know, that first season of like talking the team and getting their opinion and everybody figuring out what to do together. Now he's like two and a half years in, he knows his powers, he knows his skills, and no one else has experienced that, as you said. So to have this person who is an equal to bounce ideas off of and to just respect, I think it's a really cool dynamic that we don't get to see a lot. Yeah. I will say, too, that when they teamed up and fought Savitar, Savitar fights, like, nasty. Oh, yeah. He's a scary fighter. That's cool to see. I mean, he makes, like, knives out of his hands to... (laughs) He's got swords in his his hands, you know? like Scissor hands. Yes, he has scissor hands. (laughs) Next time, it's going to be one of those giant spinny wheels that saws people alive. A saw. <laughs> yes. A buzzsaw, my dear. A buzzsaw. Buzz Sorry, I'm not a psychopathic killer who just knows the names of all these weapons. <laughs> or someone who's ever been in or a woodshop. Or a no. Boy Scout. Yes. No. Uh, <laughs> I sold Girl Scout cookies. Thanks. Uh, but no, but when he fights, it's genuinely scary. And it's cool to see that kind of fight scene compared to like the fist fighting we got from a lot of other villains. Yeah, I, I really like that they're able to differentiate each of the... Each of the speedster styles, too, like, even visually. So, with uh, Reverse Flash, it was very much hand-to-hand, like, speed punching. But And with Zoom, it was, like, we got the scene of him dragging Barry around, but, like, when he was at his most savage was he, when he was just, like, puncturing him and, and, like, really just kind of cracking his bones. But with, uh, with Savitar, there's a certain, and I... Re- I hesitate to use this word, but savagery um, that he has where you see him dragging them through and he's he seems so unstoppable, which is the most threatening piece of him because he's so fast that he's everywhere at the same time, which is great. And it was great to learn tonight that he was a man at some point in the flashback we got of him changing. That was a very strong, muscular, like very nice looking back. Um, and I kind of wanted the person to turn around, but it just made me start thinking, oh, wait, I forgot this person started out as human, just like Barry. Yeah. And then, so how did he become this, like, metal monster? He looks like a Megatron or something. Yeah. It, it is very interesting that they chose to, like, represent him in this, like, more, like, metal and, like, robotic look, too. Uh, just because he is a god. And to me, that kind of goes in the opposite direction. But um, but maybe maybe by the end of this... We'll see who he really is. I don't know. You think so? I don't know. Maybe as you start killing him, he like will <sighs> decompose and go back to like his human form, and then oh. able to like kill him when he's just mere mortal. 
Oh, I was thinking we <laughs> would never Morton. even hear more. Hey, they showed me that back. I need to know who it belongs to. <laughs> Can I get the extras name? Uh, no, I, I actually don't think we'll even ever see an identity. I think this is the Savitar that we know, and there's nothing else to him. Tari's giving me a weird look. Oh, sorry. He's I have a the- I have a theory that I would like to predict during predictions because I have I think that we will see Savitar, like who he really is. I don't think that back is actually Savitar's back. Aww. Yeah. That's the mythical Savitar's back. Oh, okay. Um, but it's probably just someone who skips arm day at the gym. Yep, it's just—it's <laughs> all like mid-section. It's really all core skinny arms that don't have any muscle on them. <laughs> don't point at me. I'm not. I love you. Are you saying that Jeff is Tell Savitar? Me this. Uh, sh- we need to move on. I'm not Savitar. <laughs> no one said I'm Savitar. Uh, <laughs> if you l- let's come up with other ideas that we could have done. With the box. Ooh, I saw a good one in the yeah. chat go by, um, and I didn't get to catch the person's name, so I apologize, but someone recommended throwing it in a volcano. Oh. I like that. That'd be interesting. Yeah, that would have been interesting, because, you know, how often do those things erupt, and no one's really going to go in there looking for it, you know? I kind I of think, like, I would rather know know where it is at all times, personally. So, like, I would, like, lock it up in the prison they have. Shut the gate. Lock the key. Throw the key away. Throw the key away. Yeah. Throw the key away. <laughs> um, no, I don't know. I just, I think, like, that there's so many unknowns with throwing it into the speed force. But then the other problem with leaving it in their custody is like what happened with Cisco, how he ended up opening it. Because I think that so long as the box is nearby, Savitar can still get into someone's head. If to... they have a dead sibling. Yeah, that's or, the one. Or a dead parent. Key. You're right. I mean, like, someone wouldn't do that for their parent as well. And we know someone who has literally gone back to change time to save a parent before. But everyone has a dead somebody now, Caitlin Snow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what do you Iris think, Iris' mom. Um, I think, so, uh, they were watching this with me. And as they were coming up with ideas for what to do <laughs> with the box, I kept yelling, throw it into space! Like, literal space. They know people who have a space-slash-time ship that could just go, Hey, can you put this in the sun for me? No one's gonna get it in the sun. Uh, But they're like, let's put it in the speed force. Um, Which is an idea. It's an idea. Um, Colin Prime in the chat um, asked if we thought that uh, Savitar was trapped in the speed force and throwing the box in freed him. Hey, that's what he said. Yes, that is exactly what I think is happening. Like, because, and I think that explains why only speedsters can see Savitar. Um, in that, like, basically, he's trapped in the speed force. He or she, we don't know, yes. um, is trapped in the speed force. And that's why um, he's connected with all the other speedsters. Uh, so throwing the stone into the speed force is essentially throwing the key into uh, the jail. Um, which is interesting because th- that means that soon, uh, or I guess you could assume that future Barry has the same idea as present Barry. Um, so the solution to all of Barry's problems will always be throw it in the speed force. So can one of you guys explain to me? Yeah. Because when we get into the time travel stuff, sometimes Tiana's brain doesn't work as fast as others. So, future Barry is the one who trapped him in this box and hid it somewhere so that people couldn't find it. But Julian found it four years ago. So, did future Barry travel 
back in time to hide it? Is that what they're saying here? Um, so... And uh, I love how I said I was going to ask you guys, but I really was just asking Tari. Sorry, Jeff. <laughs> yeah, Jeff, what do you think? What do you think, well, Jeff? I think that every all of this happened. Julian found the box four years ago. Savitar came out, whatever. Um, and then in the future, Barry's, future Barry did this bad thing to Savitar that pissed him off. And then he traveled back to now. Okay. Ah. What do you think, Tari? Um, well, I think... I think it's just like that. Okay, great. Um, Stop talking. Okay. <laughs> it's what Jeff said. Um, Except. I mean, just to expand upon what Jeff said. Please. Um, well, the Speed Force exists basically all throughout time. Um, so if I were a speedster who could travel through time, the the best thing to do if you're trying to keep a uh, something contained is to put it as far back in time as possible so as not to uh, essentially let anyone in the present affect it. You don't want to put it in the future because that's so variable, but you can put it in the past and have it buried deep, deep within the earth and hope that it never comes to light. Got it. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, is Are you able to... I know, like, what the Speed Force is. I know what it does. Um, however, I was surprised when they're using it to talk about putting something inside of it. Right. Can you talk about how that works? I've only heard it most used as, like, what gives them the powers. Like, it's the Speed Force. Right. Like, he has the Speed Force. Yeah. So, can you talk about that? Um, so, <laughs> yes. Uh, the Speed Force, you can imagine it as being its own relative dimension, okay. if you will. It's like a living dimension. Um, and so speedsters essentially can tap into this dimension and through that, the it's the powers filtered into their body and they become speedsters. Um, so all these turn- tunnels that they use to uh, move throughout time and space and all that stuff, um, that is the speed force. So it, it exists everywhere at the same time. And then they travel through it in order to go from place to place to place. So, so when we see Barry going back in time, and there's like the faces like popping up on screen, and like like representations of parents and the arrow. Yeah. Um, that's him in the Speed Force. Yes. Oh, I gotcha. Fantastic. Yeah. The more you know. <laughs> yeah. It is. I was convinced that when we found out that Julian's sister died, and he led him to the stone. His sister Emma. Emma. Emma Watson. Emma Watson. When Emma uh-huh. Watson died. Yes. Um, Emma Watson. Breaking news. Albert. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, you know, hang on. Sorry. Just to no. Harry Potter nerd out a little bit no. more. There's a lot of fan fiction about Draco Malfoy and Hermione actually, like, being in love with each other. So the reference is actually greater even on that level as well. you saying so. that Julian is in love with his sister? No, I'm saying it's another, like, nod to that <laughs> shipping that people have of Draco and Hermione from Harry Potter. And I'm going to stop talking about Harry Potter now. I'm sorry, guys. I just got so excited. No, you're fine. Learn something new every day. <laughs> so I was convinced that Cisco would open the box, as he did, release Savitar, as he did, but then take on the role of alchemy. Mm-hmm. I thought that, like, alchemy, like, he was a high priest. So I thought that Cisco would become the new high priest for Savitar, right. and we would be fighting him for the rest of the season. Obviously, that did not happen. I don't think it will happen anymore, but I just knew that that's how the midseason finale would end. Yeah. I mean, I think that that would have been, that would have been interesting. Um, I would have loved that, but it would have had to happen earlier in the season. 
because next season you're in a, you could imagine that like you got to be fighting the big dog if you're if you're in the second they're the second half of a season you can't be fighting no lackeys you got to be all up in it with the big <laughs> dog you know what I'm saying <laughs> I like this story <laughs> he just barked like a dog yeah I know I was here Okay, just in case you missed it. <laughs> just kidding. I'd like to imagine our iTunes listeners would be like, someone let an animal in there? What's happening? Did Snoop Dogg just walk in here? What? <laughs> <Is it> DMX? <laughs> um, we briefly talked about Wally and how exciting it is watching him discover his powers and train with HR. I'm continually surprised at the scenes where his family says, no, stop, don't, go, please. Uh, You can't go fight with Barry. And he's like, but I want to. And they're like, we said no. And he doesn't. Yeah. So for this one, when he ran off and helped Barry fight Savitar, I was like, yes, that's what you should be doing the whole time. They can't stop you. You're too fast. Um, But I get what his family is saying and I get what HR is saying back to them. And I do think that he should be trained and he should not be trained by HR. Um, Like, if we're going to put him out on the field, let's get him some real training. And what was actually he training for? I feel like if Barry is there training Wallace, (laughs) then he's actually getting knowledge of what it's like to be out there in the street. Having him run around in circles and be like, oh, look, I'm faster than Barry was at this point. That's great that he's working on his speed, but that doesn't teach you how to fight or defend yourself out there. You can't just rely on your speed. And I think early on, that's what Barry relied on. And we know for a fact it doesn't work like that. You have to be skilled in other areas as well. So if you want to train, go take a karate class, kid. Your dad can't stop you from signing up for karate, can he? No. Learn how to throw a punch. That's all I'm saying, Wallace. Also, why is he calling him Wallace? It's really creeping me out right now that, like, no one else is... I mean, I know HR just names people things like calling Barry B.A. and all this statement Wallace. And why isn't Wally stopping him from calling him Wallace? I feel like, Wally, stand your ground, man. Stand your ground. Can I say that I would watch... A, a whole show where it's just Wally learning karate <laughs> and it, like not even using speed he's just like I'm gonna I'm, I'm getting my yellow belt tomorrow and yeah. I gotta learn these kata I want it to be very slow like <laughs> wax on wax off like he's not allowed to use any of his speed and he's gonna get so frustrated yeah. because you know he's like what does this have to do with karate just like the karate kid I guess my oh big my complaint I need this I need it I need it <laughs> my big complaint is that Wally when Barry's fighting Savitar Wally is the great greatest tool they have and yes you want to protect your son but at the sake of like your other child yeah i mean i i get it i though like every time they said you know wally you can't do this i i think back to when uh jesse quick was coming around and they're like yeah yeah yeah, jesse do all the things and it so it like this weird double standard but at the same time wally did get stabbed through the uh torso with a pipe and he did not turn out it did not turn out well for him it's true yeah but <laughs> but you're I mean, right you're he right. just loves powers it's so much fun to watch him wait yes the fact that at the end of that fight when they were literally like about to get stabbed by the two swords as hands on Savitar he's like that was so much fun dude you almost died <laughs> You almost just lost your life if Cisco hadn't closed that box right when he did. You almost You were died. about to be dead. <laughs> so I just want him to take... I know that it's exciting and his powers are great. I just need him to take the level of seriousness, like, 
get there with us. I know he's young, yeah. but I need you to step up. If you're going to want to be out there, we need to know that you are mature enough to handle yourself out there. And now that we have the 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 suit, now that they've given him the name Kid Flash, I think we will definitely see that going forward. And I think that's why he needs Barry and not HR. Yeah, we'll get that. Um, the other big thing that happened was when we hooked Julian up to like the mind thing into the stone. Oh, when they plugged the wire into the stone, uh, we got a prophecy. It said, "One shall betray you, and one shall fall." Can you read it the way he does it? Oh, that was good. Thank you. Oh, and man. he also said that one will suffer a fate worse than death. Yeah, well, the, the thing is, though, like, I wonder if these are individual people. Like, one of you will betray, one of you will fall, or if it's like one of you will betray, and that same person's also going to fall. Mm. Or Maybe. did we mishear? One will betray you in the fall, in autumn. <laughs> oh, yes. fall. You know, next season, <laughs> someone's going to betray you. Yeah. Uh, and what, Here what on the, CW. What did the rest of the prophecy say? Uh, one will suffer a fate much worse than death. Yeah. Do so. Savitar came from the future. How much should we believe this? I I'm believing all of it right now because we have nothing else to base it on. And why would he? Well, that's stupid to say. Why would he lie? <laughs> but at this point, he he doesn't really have anything to lose yeah. by telling them this is what's going to happen. Unless he's just trying to play more mind games with them. It could also be that that's what happened in his future, but he's changing the timeline. It's true. Yeah. But, I mean, as the chat is saying, you know, Savitar Jesus, because it sounds like Barry has a Judas amongst him. Oh. <laughs> I mean, if one of them does, <laughs> does betray them, won't it be, like, an HR or something? Well, I mean, he's a very good candidate. I, I like this version of HR, and I know a lot of people don't. He's very entertaining to me, at least. Um, but I also don't trust him at all, so I could see him being the one to betray him. I mean, Barry and Cisco have been going through a lot of tough times. You know, you could see that happening. If Caitlin doesn't get control of her powers, she could be the one to betray. Like, it, at this point, any one of his friends could... I could betray you tomorrow. It's true. And then you'll fall. No. You'll fall. No. And I well, will suffer a fate worse than death. <laughs> Wait, Wait a, second. a second. I don't think that's the one you want. I don't think that's the one you want, boo. Oh, man. <laughs> what are your thoughts on the prophecy? Um... I like it. I think it's interesting. I wonder, uh, and this is something that future Tari will have to go back and do once he knows the answer, but I wonder if when that scene is playing out, if they actually are are focusing on who those people are as he's going through the prophecy. I won't know the truth until later, but like, that is a little piece of, uh, I guess not trivia, but a little piece of camera work that the Flash does sometimes where you'd be like, ha ha! They were telling us the whole time. Um, so, I, I have a theory. I, I have a theory. He's um, got a lot I mean, to lose. we we know or we have a, a sense of who might be the one to fall, um, based on uh, you know the the glimpse of the future. Yeah. Um, but I really think that like whoever it is that betrays everyone, it has it has to be someone who we will never see coming. So like it has to be Joe. like a Joe. Yeah. It has to be like a Joe or a Wally or a, or even um, Cecilia. Yeah, Cecilia. She was sketchy to yeah. know with her daughter. Who's her thing. daughter? Who's her daughter? Who is her daughter? Every time they opened that door afterwards, I was nervous. I'm like, is her daughter going to show up? Do we trust her daughter? Do we know it? Do, do we know this person already? 
Who is she? <laughs> and it's 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 another version of Iris. And it is like, <laughs> oh, we're related. <laughs> <laughs> They probably are. Oh, There's not a lot so of black good. people in this town, from what I've seen. <laughs> it's so, a lot at their party. They're all related at that party. <laughs> not to Celia. That we know of yet. That's okay, coming. Yeah, you're, you're it's right. coming. <laughs> um, what do we think about the glimpse into the future? It's scary. Well, it, it was sad to see that. I don't want Iris to die. But, it, I mean, we already know that the newspaper was changed. And, I mean, this is only five months in the, into the future, so this is... Wait, the the fast-forward we saw? How do yeah. you know that? Because Barry said it. Yeah. But I didn't understand how he knew it was oh, five months. I'm assuming Jade. It was the news. Oh, the news. He was, oh yeah. yeah, the, yeah. They said uh, the, yeah. Oh, that was smart. Okay, because I was going <laughs> to ask. I was like, you know, they no one's aged. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's five months. It's only five months from now, so... Is that when the show comes back? No, the show, well, oh, that's January. when the January. Yeah, that's but when the, the show, show will be ending. ending yeah, or they in, kill Iris in May. <laughs> yeah. Listen, five months not, from now. Listen, they're not killing Iris. I don't know. We just got a prophecy that said someone's gonna die, and then we watched Iris get killed. Yes, though. So I really like this sequence. Like, I I really like this episode as a whole, but specifically the fact that we got this prophecy, we see someone die, and then we get this conversation between Jay. I don't know if I'm jumping too far ahead, but like I love it because it means so when you when you deal with future time travel, there are basically two or three different uh different ways to go about it and like sometimes it's destiny. Other times uh it is just a uh, possible and then, you know, the hero finds a way to circumvent it. And then the third way, which is my favorite, which I really hope that they're, like, leading into, because we know that Barry is so, like, headstrong and he's so stubborn, like, the third method is that through the person's actions, they cause the future that they're trying to prevent to happen. And I really want that to be it, where Barry has this prophecy in his mind, he sees this, like, physical manifestation of it, and so he goes about being so impulsive and trying to avoid it that he ultimately causes it to happen. And I think that that would be the best way for them to kind of have this storyline play out. Whether they... I mean, I love Iris, don't get me wrong, but I think that I think that she needs... We need this future to happen. I don't want it to be a fake out. Yeah, and I mean, it just it's very similar if Barry goes through the motions of trying to stop this from happening it's very reminiscent of what he was doing with his mom it's another woman that he loves that but dies right in front of him that he's trying to go back and somehow change the the future now instead of changing the past you're completely right i would argue though that it's a smaller change to the timeline it's affecting less time you know he went back 25 years for this but if he saves iris he could be going back like three hours like, I, yeah. I wonder if there's a scene in the show where Barry goes back in time to this moment, and then the future Barry, another future Barry goes back in time to the moment, and then another future Barry goes back in time to that moment, and so it becomes five flashes that are fighting Savitar. Though, so, I have a, okay, sorry, the, the dark uh, storyline guy in me is, really wants something like that to happen, where he keeps trying to go back 
and each time he can't stop her from dying, and it becomes this cycle where he has to realize that she uh, that he can't stop it. Ah, that would be so good. That was based off of what you said. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, yeah, I just couldn't. That was go very dark. A million it was ways. So good. Like, I love that it wasn't so that he could actually find a way to defeat Savitar that you wanted him to keep going back. You wanted him to keep going back so that he could realize he cannot save the love of his life. Yeah. It's like the edge that of tomorrow. <laughs> that is so depressing. Yeah. So good. But no, it's not depressing. Moving in together. Congratulations, y'all. Well, it's Ooh. sad because we know right now what their future is leading toward. No, we A don't. possible future. A possible future that Barry, in some way, like you said, Tari, once you know your future, every action that you do to try and prevent that future from happening could be the path that leads straight to that future of happening. So, at this point, maybe... Maybe this was always the thing. They move in together. They're all happy. They do this, do this. And then five months later, boom, she did. <laughs> what if we meet Julie Greer and it's Cecilia's daughter? Ooh, I like that. Oh, that's a really good one. I think that's who it is. It... I'm going with that. That, that, I like that. I like that. Because they showed her name again. <laughs> Thank I you. like that. There you go. I mean, we have to meet a Julie Greer at some point. Right. It's too obvious. Um, we'll say that for prophecies. Actually, we'll say nothing. <laughs> prophecies. Prophecies. Oh. <laughs> Predictions. Uh, although it, we just had it. Um, uh, yeah. This honestly, the Cecilia and Joe West thing—it's just so perfect right now. I, I just—I don't know if like it's lovely and charming or if it's just a little bit too like glossy. Love it. I like having Joe have someone. I appreciate her being around. But with this daughter thing now, like, I just don't know if I can trust her. I'm very protective over my men. (laughs) She took one call on a holiday. (laughs) Why wasn't she with her daughter on Christmas Eve to begin with? Maybe she's on an assignment somewhere because she's a journalist and needs to write this article. Also, that's real fast to be like, hey, you want to come meet my new boyfriend? What's up? She hangs out with his kids all the time. Yeah, because she works with his, like, his (laughs) surrogate son. She was making Grandma Millie's nog somewhere else. I'm just saying, I love them together. I think it's great, but I just don't know that I can trust her. And one thing I just have to say, because I am a woman of African-American descent, and Christmas is so special in my household, the fact that there are Christmas mugs in this African-American household were not Black Santa Christmas mugs really kind of irks me a little bit. They're hard to find. They're really hard to find. They are, but my my mom, we have everything Black Santa, so I was just like, hey, look, if we're doing this, like, the mug should definitely be like, come on, Black Santa is great to see on television, right? I I think that's a great point. Yeah, Yeah, and I'm like, look, everyone has their different cultures and whatnot, and not saying that, you know, we shouldn't have this other version, but I just was like, as a nice little nod, it would have been nice for Barry to be sipping out of a Black Santa mug. Like, that would have just been (laughs) perfect in my eyes. I think we should call the prop master. <laughs> I mean, if you need some places to go look, like, you just, you can't be in Hollywood. You gotta go south of the 10 freeway to find the Black Santa stuff. I'm sorry. In L.A., that's just where you gotta go. I bet they even have a white Jesus. Don't they know anything? I know, right? <laughs> Told me it was Harem. Right. Uh, <laughs> you know. Uh, Caitlin Snow can affect the weather. Apparently. I want this whole freaking she- web series where she discovers her powers and what she can and cannot do. I'm fascinated by Killer Frost's powers. Yeah. I would love to see her being trained, or at least exploring it more, in the safety of their own little, you know, lab. Yeah. And everything. It's like, you don't have to go full 
throttle at first, you know, baby steps into it, kind of like she did with making it snow tonight. Yeah. That would be fun. I, I agree completely. Yeah. I also just want to, like, know. Like, because she... Like, she knows what she can do, as she saw. She wasn't like, maybe I can make it snow. She was like, I can make it snow. I can make it rain. And she just does it. Like, I want to see where she figures that out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Personally. Parks in LA. <laughs> um, and then Julian shows up and offers Barry the job back. Aww. I'm excited to see their new relationship. Olive Branch. Also, Julian and Caitlin. Anyone else pick up on that vibe tonight? A little bit? A little bit? Um, yeah, she tried to kill him, but, like, that's kind of a turn-on, right? Um, I don't oh, know. Oh, yeah? That's what's, that's what's up? Just wait till I try and kill you, Tari. All right. Then Looking you'll know. forward to then it. You'll, oh, you'll fate know. Fate worse than death, everyone. <laughs> Ooh, fate girl, worse than me. death. I want to kill everybody. Uh, no, I, I definitely, at least I thought that there were a couple moments that were had there when she chased after him and invited him to the thing and then him actually showing I'm up. Not, I'm not mad at it. I, I was thinking the same thing because I kind of thought that when we first met him, and the fact that the whole team knew who he was and everything, I kind of thought that that was the connection. I was like, oh, well, maybe Caitlyn is dating him in this new um, reality that we have because of Flashpoint. And then that didn't happen. So then seeing them tonight, maybe just my brain always has put them together. Mm-hmm. So seeing her talk to him after, you know, trying to kill him and everything, it was like, hey, maybe that could be something now that he's on our side. All right. Like Hashtag Caitlyn. Caitlyn. <laughs> Hashtag Jalbert. Wait, that's Shalene and Albert. <laughs> Hashtag yeah, he's real lonely. Albert. Um, I, I, I did not Jill-Berry. not pick up on it, but now that you say it, I wouldn't be surprised or mad at it. I just pick up on these things really easily. Oh, great. I'm glad you do. It's, except when it's in my real life. We've uh, <laughs> it's a longer discussion, Tiana. Yeah, yeah, that is. I've been hitting on you time. all night, Tiana. I know. I'm going to kill you later so that you're uh, Okay, on, save it for a prediction. We'll kill him in. Excuse me, prophecies. Save it for prophecies. We're in, are we talking about prophecies? Absolutely. Okay. Tari, you had two that you saved. Oh, yes. I did save these four predictions. <laughs> now you're after Buzz. <laughs> Ooh, I like that one, Kyle. Um, Al- Alchemist. Oh crap! It went away. It was Alchemist Snow. Alkelberry. Alkelberry. Snowchemist. Um. Okay. So I had a thought uh, while we were watching where I would love it if uh, my theory actually uh, is that. Wally is Savitar. And it and this is my explanation for it. Okay. Um Wally or Savitar himself has all this intimate knowledge of the whole team and you could chalk it up to him being from the future, but you could also chalk it up to him being part of the team as it is now. Um and beyond that, uh we we're getting all these breadcrumbs of Wally being faster than Barry uh in in multiple occasions and we know that at some point uh savitar you know uh, comes in contact with this rock and you know gains power etc um so i think it would be the most interesting storyline if in the future wally becomes so in 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 uh, i guess uh so intoxicated with speed that he tries to ascend to the level of god everyone keeps telling barry he is not a god. And Wally is the one who's so anxious to jump into that mantle and be like 
a speedster that I think it would be so interesting if he ended up becoming Savitar and then being trapped by Barry, be, making him the one who betrays them, uh, and then, you know, Iris, the one who falls, and then the one who suffers the fate worse than death is Wally because he becomes Savitar, who gets stuck in the uh, Speed Force. Hmm. Well... You've convinced me. <laughs> you've convinced most of the chat, it looks like, too. Um, so you've got a loyal following with you now. When you said Wally is yes. at first, I thought you meant our current Wally, but future Wally. Future Wally, yes. That whole timeline makes complete sense. I mean, yes. Fascinating. So that would be cool. Um, what do you have to say to Two Claw, who says it can't be Wally because Savitar was created eons ago? How do you explain that to one? But was he created eons ago? We don't have an, a definitive storyline in terms of how Savitar was created. We only know that Savitar, uh, that the rock was put into the earth eons ago. And that but Barry, that future Barry trapped him in there. We don't know what his actual story is because he, it's only been myth and legends. So boom, that's my, what I say to that. Ba -ba -ba -ba. Wow, we are almost out of time. What was your second one? Um, it, it, they both were encompassed in that. Fantastic. Tiana, yes. did you have anything specific to add? Um, no. After a prediction like that, how can you follow up with anything and actually sound sane? Are you saying we should close out the show? Well, I'm saying one more thought for um, <laughs> for Julian and Caitlin's ha uh, hashtag. I saw Dr. Frost in the, in the chat as well. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of like, like Dr. Thank Alpha you for that. Um, nice. Thank you to everybody who joined us on the chat. Um, Y'all, we'll be back January 24th. The next episode is Tari. Where can the good people find you? Till next time. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Tari J. It's T A U R I J A Y. And you can find me at the Tiana Hobson. I'm gonna miss you guys for Aww. the next few weeks. I'll miss, I'll you. miss you too. Yeah. And I tweet from Jeff Masters one at Yell Tegel. Usually here she tweets at Yell Tegel, right? Yes. Yell okay, Tegel. Tegel. Y A E L T Y G I E L. You just made it so much fancy. It's really, baby. Yo, All right, we'll see you in January. Have a good holiday. Bye. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.